that's it. Then we've already started, haven't we? Guess so. Go on then. Talk shit about your team. There wasn't a lot of shit to say, I don't think. Yeah, a few things that I noted, like on the day, and me and Dana just spoke about the atmosphere was a bit flat as well. But we'll get on to that. Our defence, I thought, was superb throughout. Oh, Strains of the game. Yeah, well, why not? Yeah, all right. Fair yeah, enough. why not? Yeah. Get out of the way for you. Thanks. <laughs> Our defence, I thought, was superb. I think he could still be playing now and not scored. But I think that was down to you as much as it was us in defence. Our goal line defence, sort of, or red zone defence, if you will, in our in our 20, I thought was good. Like I said, uh, Taro and May, he just seemed to tackle everything that moved. Every time there was a tackle, it just seemed to be yellow boots sticking out. Just seemed to be Taro and May, I thought. Attack was a bit clunky, a bit rusty. Thought sticking with May, I thought I thought May. You could tell he was new. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't he didn't quite click yet, did he? No, that'll come obviously with game time. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not slating him. No, no, I'm not slating him at all. Great in defence, but I saw a little interview with him, and he said that his role is to sort of be the general and let Mikey play the off the cuff stuff, which he could see in parts. But obviously, with him coming from Catalans and playing on firm pitches most of the year I think we need to wait for the pitches to firm up see the best out of him goal kicking where do I start <laughs> just I can, I start can by hit. kicking one <laughs> we kicked one Listen, I could, it's just so bad and that penalty just just tops it off didn't it it was my nan could have kicked that and she's dead you know what I mean wow <laughs> <laughs> wow okay one big point for me is when we went down to twelve. Uh, when you went down to twelve men, sorry, when Pelé got sent off. Why do we always struggle against twelve men? It's it's been a recurring theme for Rovers. Um, obviously, you've probably not seen it, but it seems to be that when teams go down to twelve, whether it's a sim bin or a red card, we seem to struggle. We seem to sort of overplay it a little bit, go away from the game plan. And we always, like say, struggle. So, yeah, I don't know what what that is. Obviously, it's different players over the course of, of 10 years. But from what I can remember, we've always struggled against 12 men. So, um, I'll, I'll admit, when we went down to 12 men, I was I feared the worst. I thought we'd come out in the second half and I thought it would be like Saints in the Cup last year, you know, when Griff got sent off. Yeah. For what is also known as a massive brain fart. I just thought, I thought you were going to just turn it. I thought Mikey Lewis was just going to rip us apart. Yeah, we just seemed to go through the motions a little bit, I think, in that second half. It, it wasn't brilliant to watch. It was solid, but it wasn't brilliant. It's not going to win you win you trophies, but... You, you tried to add at times. Yeah, overplayed it. Yeah, especially in that weather. I just thought... And I think you messaged Danger in the game. Probably. Something about, we're probably going to overplay this. Or something. That will yeah. And, uh, and you did at times. Yeah. Um, like I say, I've seen it before, and it just seems to be new coaches, new players. And it just seems to be that that mentality is ingrained in us that we can't play against 12 men. Mm. And I don't know what it is. So, answers on a postcard. A lot of that, though, has got to come down to the fact that we stepped it up in the second half 
in terms of effort defensively. Oh yeah, you could see that. That was that was plain to see. I think it was, was it Parcells try where in the lead up to it we'd had like four tackles on our line and the only reason Parcell got through is because Walker went down on the tackle prior. Yeah. It was Walker that was meant to be covering the gap, probably or, you know, Walker would have pushed would have, them, would have filled one of the other men across. Uh, but he went down with Summit and uh, and that's what led to that gap. But yeah, so for me, I put for both teams, Andlin was awful. Yeah. But a lot of that's the conditions. But again, you can't use the conditions as an excuse. You gotta to play to the conditions. Absolutely. Neither, neither team did. From our side of things, and I can only say this about the first half because second half, it's not really fair to to rip the rest of the team. There was there was no game management in the first half. There was no one leading us around the park. And I think it should, Dean can pipe up if he wants, it was fairly obvious that we had a hooker playing at seven. Yeah, you could see that even even from beyond six. There was... And and Dean said what five minutes ago, we missed someone like Mark Sneed. Yeah, absolutely. There was there was no one taking advantage. There was of, of anything. To be fair, I think it was missing in the second half as well. It was a lot better, but you still didn't really have that direction to to even suggest you was going to score any points. It says something when I think the best kick we put through all night was from Ashworth. Yeah, that gave us a little chuckle. And I don't think he knew he'd kicked it. <laughs> it was just... Uh, he, kicked, club foot. He, he kicked it and, and me and Dean were both like, what's he doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's not a bad kick, yeah. Again, it comes down to that organisation. You had nobody getting in there, taking control, going, his last tackle, give me the ball, yeah. kind, kind of thing, which, you know, when you're playing a, a hooker at half-back and who did you have at six? Can't remember. Started with Morgan Smith. Smith, he was pretty much non-existent. To be fair, um, but you had nobody taking that control. Whereas you look at a lot of our last tackle plays for for Rovers, and it was there was a half back in there always kicking from dummy half. Especially with Jez Lytton. his his kicking was was superb in game. I thought I thought he controlled it very well. I thought on what can probably be. Rated as a not the best game for you lot, you looked a million miles ahead of us. Yeah. Your just everything about your game. It just I know you've got a, a few new players. The players that you brought in looked solid. Yet yeah, I don't think May looked great in attack. But like I said, it's going to take a while for him to click with our systems. I thought Tanger Nowhere looked absolutely solid as a rock. Yeah. He just looked he looked he didn't look like he was a new signing. For me, he looked like he was just a part of the team for like the last three seasons. He just slotted in and just cracked on with a job. Kinda reminds me, um, people might not agree with this, but of like a, a larger size Kenny Dowell. In terms of the lines that he runs, the fact that he'll tackle anything. Mm. You know. I thought the only the only player in our team New player, at least, and you can agree or disagree, but the only player that we had that did that for me was Ockenbar. So, yeah, I don't think he did a lot, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So I've got him about six rows down on this Word document as uh, my man of the match. From the whole side, I mean. From all sides, yeah. I've, he was everywhere. He didn't stop. Mm. He didn't stop for 80 minutes. It, the, it, Is this another SASA thing against Doncaster when you thought he did nothing and he didn't everyone do anything, else thought he was ace? Um, that's the benefit of having a neutral opinion on it. You see things differently to how fans of that club see things. Yeah, it's fair. For example, I might say... Yeah, let's go. Pet Hicko, for example, just for an hour there. Cat kick. Absolutely cat kick. But I might say, oh, he's a contender for Man of Steel, for example, seeing it through Rover's tinted glasses. Whereas yourself or Dean or my mum, my dad, or all old fans could say, nah, he's absolutely nowhere near. He's not in the running. Because you don't have that blinkered vision of some things. Not everything. What was that? I was just using it as an example. I want, yeah, yeah. Suspect kicking, shocking. See, I thought he looked all right under the air ball, apart from that one that he dropped. Come on, Texoy two point Apart from that one that he dropped. <laughs> just saying. How many did Texoy drop? Yeah, but he's just boy wonderful. That was he. <laughs> no, he's crap anyway. Right. So what have I got? I've got. Handling was awful, both both teams that yeah, goes for. Absolutely. For us, no game management, clearly had a nine playing at seven. One thing I will say, throughout the entire game, we played with our hearts and our sleeves. There was not not one person can doubt the effort that we put in, especially in the second half. Especially. I don't think we stopped trying. I just think it was a team that just no one clicked. And you can you can use whatever excuse or reason you want for that, whether it's you've got an, a nine at seven and a, another utility player at six that's not played for a full season. You We lost Sutcliffe in the warm-up and ended up putting a, what is he, 19, 20-year-old fullback at centre, which I thought was a weird decision, by the way. I don't understand why we didn't put Litton on the wing and move... Darnell onto the other side and put Darnell at centre. I don't understand why we didn't do that. I, you can use a litany of, of reasons and excuses, but at the end of the day, we just weren't good enough. It's not... I'm not blaming the refs, although I think... And we'll, we'll get on to the refs and the disciplinary. I think the Sow decision was di- just ridiculous. It's never a red, in my opinion. And you two can possibly, probably disagree. I know you disagree. I don't know about Dean. Yeah, I just... And and there's one thing I've got written at the bottom, which... I hate, I hate that I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this on record. I've written the words Mikey Lewis. And after the word Mikey Lewis, I've put a naughty word that starts with C. But then after that, I've put absolutely class... And what a great gesture he did at the end. Yeah, yeah. Where, and I've had, I've had people say it was great. I've had people say he did it for the TV and, he, he you know, it was a hollow gesture because he was just trying to get press or whatever. I don't think it was. I think what he did, he gave that little girl, an LFC fan, his medal. He didn't have to. Didn't have to do it for the TV. Didn't have to do it for anyone. But he did it. He's one man of the match. Game one. 
in the derby, and he's he's given that medal away to an all FC fan. Like that that's it, and that girl will remember it forever, and she'll oh, probably yeah. turn into a Rovers fan now. So you know he's done well for his team, hasn't he? No, I mean you saw it last season when that little kid was doing that celebration when Mikey scored in the derby last season, where he sort of beats his chest and then puts his arms out, and there's that little lad in the in the Rufus shirt in the crowd, hmm. and he's doing the same thing. And, you know, he was invited to training and to watch the club train and, and things like that. And it's just, it is them little things that make a team become a club. You know, that, that interaction with the fans, that that inclusion, if you will. I will say, though, he's still a massive dickhead, isn't he, on the pitch? See, I've got a point to raise about this. He is, and I completely agree. And our mate Callum, my yeah. mate Callum, the Rovers fan, they messaged me and it was like, oh, it's like Callum's corner. So I thought, right, that's going in. So this is Callum's corner. All right. So he said, why is it, or why was it, okay, when Jake Connor was at Hull, for Jake Connor to do the things that Mikey Lewis does, but when Mikey Lewis does it, he's a dickhead. Dean's just took a deep breath and I've just took a deep breath. And I'm going to repeat something that our good friend Abel, who we used to play with at Lamworth, we did. texted me. Mikey Lewis makes Jake Connor look like a choir boy. <laughs> he is don't get me wrong Connor was bad and he used to goad you lot and he goaded everyone Mikey Lewis has took that probably took it to art and he just takes it 10 steps further Con Jake Connor was never as bad as Mikey Lewis is now describe how like just it Jake Connor was He'd, he'd do the whole, you know, like, goading the fans before yeah, he put yeah. the ball down. But then he'd turn around to his players and he'd celebrate with his players. Dean's trying to stop me, but just let me finish. Mikey Lewis scored that try the other day. I didn't give a toss about the players behind him. He didn't want to celebrate with his teammates. All he wanted to do, the only thing on his mind, was to piss off the FC fans. And I, I do get it to a point... Go to team and then celebrate with your teammates. Right, but where in that situation, where do you want him to celebrate? Do you want him to do an Adebay or and run to the other end and celebrate with the Rovers no, fans? No, still celebrate or? with your own players. Do it in front of the FC fans. Just so I saw. So, second try, Tag Tagnoa. 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 Lewis celebrated, held on to him, celebrated with the whole, like in front of the old fans, shoved the fist up or tapped his chest or whatever it was. Ten back away from the fans and then two seconds later turned back at the fans and had another celebration in front of him. Um, do jump on Tagnoa and, and throw your arms up in the air like you celebrate. Do it in front of the old fans. I don't care. I'd probably do the same thing if I was alone. Yeah, absolutely. But there's no need to then stop celebrating, turn around and then turn around and give it again. It's yeah. just a bit cringy. Yeah, I get that. I get that. It's like, like he's trying to prove a point. Yes. Um, Kind of like a, you let me go, now look what I'm doing, kind of thing. Right or wrong, whether you agree with it, only Mikey Lewis can sort that out, I guess. I, I don't disagree with, with a player goading fans as part of his celebration. Like I say, Connor did it. I'm fine with it. I used to laugh at you lot when he did it, but what he didn't do was then... 
do like things like what what Dean just said. He'd, Carry he'd, on. Yeah, his main focus was have that little goad, have that celebration with his team, wherever he was on the field, where whoever's fans he was in front of, celebrate with your team, piss off, receive the ball. It's just it, it, Lewis just texts it that step further, and yeah, I'm looking at it through black and white tinted glasses. You know, at the end of the day, I I don't want him celebrating in front of me because that means that he's scored a try against my team and that hurts anyway so (laughs) but he he does take it further he is worse than Connor ever was and but on saying that if he's going to score tries and he's going to lead his team around who are we to say that he can't do it you know what I mean He's, he's, he's earning the right to do it by playing the way that he plays and scoring and setting up the tries that he's Basically, I just don't like it because I'm an old fan and you nailed us again. Now I'm going to mention that. Just back on the performance, um, like you said, it was atrocious for both teams, the handling especially. Was it you that said that even though you won 22-0, you were disappointed? No, that won't make. It might have been someone else. No, someone else said it. It won't make. Uh, but... it, was, it was Joycey, another one that we used to play over at yeah. Lambeth. Well... Dave Woods commentator, who now follows us on Twitter, by the way, just saying. Yeah. And oh, sorry, X. Shout out, Dave Woods. He stated in the commentary that performance doesn't matter, but the result does. Yeah. Now, to me, yes, as a fan, I agree with that. But what do the coaches think of that? I'm talking with my hands again. You know, would they like to see a rubbish performance and a win, or would they like to see? Good performances in a defeat where they can take more from it. Game one, in them conditions, go out and get a win. If it's game 20, for example, whenever we play you again at home, and whoever wins, and it's a scrappy, horrible affair, and it's, you know, a tit for tat, and it's it's not really good rugby from either team, at, at game 20, you need to start thinking, that's not good enough. Yeah, because I saw a lot of posts on X and even some on Facebook, to be fair, saying that Rovers will struggle um, based on that performance. So that just ties in with that. But yeah, it's game one in a monsoon. Exactly. How can you how exaggeration can you say that? there yeah. with a monsoon? But you know what I mean. It's it's game one. It's raining. The the pitch is awful because them bloody footballers are wrecking it all the time. <laughs> Back to last week. You know. <laughs> what more do you expect? Yeah. From your perspective, I, I think you've got to win, you've ground it out. Yeah, I don't think it's a case of expecting more, but as the game progressed, you would have liked to have seen more points, especially against 12 men and then 11. It wasn't a great advert for the game. It wasn't. It was certainly one for the purist. I don't even think it was one for them. <laughs> Just think it was one for the Rovers fans. Get in, get your two points and go home. And disappear. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Right. Let's move on to some discipline. Where to start? Well, we'll do it in order. Are you got the full list? Yeah. He was the first one to, to get a card. Binned one, are you? He was binned. It was contact with the head. Fair on the rest. Yellow card, seemed fair. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I wouldn't like to see every head tackle being a red. Um, I think that would. We can, we can talk. We'll delve into this once we've finished on our game. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't like every... Every high tackle to be a red. 
but yeah, I think, it was, I think yellow was... There was some force, and if you watch the replay back as well and look at the size of his biceps, I think every time he touches someone's head, he's going to get a card because they're absolutely massive. It was nearly as big. I don't know who it was that he tackled, but his, his arms were as big as his head. Was that Minchella as well? Was it both on Minchella? Seems like he got it coming to him, doesn't he? Yeah. Don't know why. Because it's class. Uh, yeah, so what do you reckon, Dean? Fair? Yellow? I say yes, sir. I called the yellow straight away. Um, don't agree with the two-game bad luck. We'll talk about that after. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Helly. Before we talk about the swinging arm, can we just point out the initial tackle? Absolutely. I was going to raise that if you didn't. What a shot. Class. Superb. That's what we want to see. You know, it had control, it had aggression, it was perfectly timed. Although at this rate, next year that'll be an illegal tackle. Yeah. Because it was round the shoulders and not under the armpit. But yeah, the initial tackle was absolutely ace. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I just, I don't even know. Like, what, in that situation, I, we we had this discussion slightly earlier, didn't we? Maybe something went on in back play with the first try where Evold scored. Did something happen there? Was it a case of retaliation? But in that situation where it's clear as day, I don't know what went through his mind. I so, genuinely don't. Yeah, so you mentioned literally half an hour ago, just before we started recording, when Evold scored the first try, Minchella maybe rub Pele up the road. It just he got tackled by Pele in the lead up to that try. And you're saying that you've been told that Minchella roughed him up or something. Or Dean said. One of you said. <laughs> they you scored in the eight was it the eighth minute? Something like that. It was early on. And he got sent off in the thirty eighth minute? Yeah. Something like that. About that yeah, half yeah. an hour to chill just wind your neck in. And forget about it. It's rugby. It's rough. It's tough. All that. Mm-hmm. You've got half an hour to chill out. You don't then try and wipe someone off the face of the planet. <laughs> if he'd have connected with his edge. Oh, God, yeah. Minchella would have been out for months. He, he, that's that's about as bad a concussion as you're going to get. Yeah, absolutely. There has to have been something that happened. Because in my head, and I said, I said this the other day to, not to you, to someone else. Pele's got no skin in the game. He's not an old boy. He's not played a derby before. You know what I mean? He's not black and white through and through. He's not any of that. It's not like me playing for FC and I'm I'm all pent up on anger because I've been an FC fan all my life. Yeah. He's he's just come across. It's his first game. What right has he got to get that involved? Yeah. Um maybe not not. Not what right has he got, but what reason has he got? To him, it's it's a game of rugby. And you think as well that initial contact would have sufficed. Cause it was a beautiful shot. He put him on his ass. He sat him down. You'd you'd think that'd be recompense enough, but mate, I'd have stood over him like Stone Cold Steve Austin, just chatting shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then just put your hand on him so he's held. Yeah. But you just you just give it. You don't have to try and wipe him out. He's he. 
Minchella's lucky that Pele missed. Yeah, absolutely. That he hit his shoulder. Because I don't want to see that. No. Pele's arm went that far back, it went through three bloody postcodes. I said originally it was he'd get six games. He's been grade D. He's going to get four to six unless the match review panel decide that they want to up it or down it. I wouldn't be surprised if they upped it, to be fair. But Frivolous challenge. It'll be tonight. We're recording on Tuesday, so it'll be decided at some point, maybe during the recording. But Dean's on Twitter X duty. What we got after that? Uh, Liggy Cell. No, Parcel got the yellow fair, so we'll talk about okay. that. Yeah. Dirty little grub. Come on, it wasn't that bad. It was contact with the head, yes, don't get me wrong, and I'm not defending it. But it looks, watching it back, correct me if I'm wrong, send your opinions in. He wrote. Someone with a valid opinion, <laughs> let me know. It looked like he was just trying to control the head to get him down to control the upper body. Can you see, based, based on where Parcel's hand is placed initially, why Sal might start getting a oh, bit agging. Absolutely. I think the idea was right from Parcel, trying to get that control, maybe not necessarily on the head, but the execution of of that was poor. To say the least. To say the least. And yellow card, one match ban. I, I, I would say I agree. Um, I looked at it. He, his hand went on his face. That's obviously going to rub him the wrong way. And yep. then his, his forearm went down and yellow card, one game ban, seems fair. But I don't get the sow red because if you listen to it back, the referee says you've made intentional contact with the head. And I don't for one minute believe that he intended to knee him in the face. Do I think he kicked out a bit wild? Yeah, I do. Because he just had some dirty grubs hand in his face. What would you do? But in the, the, what I would do and what they've got to do is is completely different. With us sort of playing at amateur level, I think if we'd have kicked out like that, we'd have got away with it. Oh, like, yes, you played international. Piss off. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Twice. <laughs> off the bench. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I can't believe it's taken us six episodes for that to get brought up. Can't believe it's taken you six episodes. Yeah, fair enough. I scored a try as well. I did. I did message you. <laughs> I did message you about this. Um, let's get back on track. Um, that the referee said that the knee was intentional. The first one, I don't think was. I think it was just a genuine kick out. The second one, he looks towards Parcel and then throws his knee towards him, which to me is intent. His contact with the head, red card. Did he all in the space of about a second and a half from two seconds? You know, what is? All that what happened? Oh yeah, it was like that, wasn't it? It was. Oh, it's a blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why for me, I just think it's completely reactionary. I don't think he's intentionally made any contact with the head. Mm. He turned around to Smith in the in the dressing room afterwards and says, "I don't know why I've been sent off." I don't think Smith would have come out and said that on the radio in his interview post match if that wasn't the case. You know what I mean? He might say to his coach, well, I don't know why I've been sent off yeah. in a cheeky way. But if if Smith's going to go and then repeat that on the on underside, that for me means that Sal's gone, I don't know why I've been sent off. And yeah. that for me makes me think, well, could he have made that decision split second to just bang, bang? I don't, I don't. Is he yellow card? 
accidental contact to the head, one game ban. That that's my opinion. He's appealed it. That'll get reviewed tonight. I just hope it don't end up with four games. <laughs> Talking about players missing games. You ain't got any, have you? Uh, two. Parcel with his one match penalty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dean Hadley um, was a hit, failed his HIA apparently. Fair enough. So they're both out of the squad for this week. We have 14 players out. 12 confirmed, two more potential for the Warrington game. Sorry, 15, because Cam Scott got ruled out today for four weeks. How many of those would you consider first team? Like starting, starting or bench? Uh, well, I'll go for them. So Pele's banned, yeah, first team. First so team, man. Sow, banned. SASE, banned. Houghton, failed his HIA. Kater did his hammy. <laughs> Dean's kept his finger down for that one. I've put mine up. I don't know. He's a bench player. He's in your 17. 21 man squad. Fair enough. Tyndall, five. He's just starting winger. Truman, six. Fash, seven. Mitch, he's not in my 21 man squad, personally. Kai Armstrong, Kobe Wainhouse, they're kids. Well, not, not kids, kids, but you know what I mean. Reserve players. Carlos and Sutcliffe. So t- I've got 10. You got- And then you've got Cam Scott, who's probably, for me, floating around your 18th man spot if you're at full strength. Yeah, so you can't even Potentially swing. playing instead of Carlos. If you've Carlos- got 10, I've got 11. Yeah. Based on that. So we're screwed. Yeah, when you, when you put it like that, because it's easy to go, we've got 14 men out if 12 of them. Uh, sort of fringe players wouldn't usually get in your squad. That's why I asked that question because I wasn't sure who was out. But um, yeah, that's that's not good for especially for round two. It's awful. Yeah. Why are we? Why are this season a well? To be fair, why are any season are a decent team? Aren't they like we all take the piss, but they're always there or thereabouts. Yeah, certainly not a good way to start the season. Whereas we've been in that position before. So I can sort of maybe not as as bad as that with like fourteen players, fifteen players, or whatever. But when you even when you've got three or four starting players out, or say twenty-one man squad players out, you know that's tough. Yet yeah, doing it with the amount of players that you've got out, it's it just doesn't bode well for you. I don't think because Warrington looked good at Catalan. I wouldn't say they looked anything better than good, but. Going forward, obviously, they're only going to build on that. The more that Bear just sort of puts his, his point across, puts his stamp on the team and stuff. So, I know it was only one moment in that game. I'll tell you what did look good. Derek Sims. Do you see that tackle? Yes. Yeah. On Williams. Oh, wow. my God. What a shot. We thought Pele's initial tackle on Minchella was good. That. Oh, that was I better. know it was on an half-back, but... Doesn't matter. That the only tackle perfect, he's got the ball. Perfect timing. Perfect. Positioning just bent his back, Perfect wiped technique. him out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, let's have let's have some positive crowds. Not so much the atmosphere at our game, but the opening night crowd of twenty thousand and fourteen was a Super League record for an opening night. Still think we should be selling that stadium out for a derby. Should, but you, it, it's tough in it because you've got obviously with it being a football stand as well, a uh, football stadium as well. Sorry. You've got that segregation issue, which takes out maybe a couple of hundred seats, and then people didn't go in the West Upper. And it's 
you know, it, it's it's tough. It, it is tough, but I think if you had your own stadium with sort of a designated away end, sort of similar, as we spoke about last week, like Warrington, you sell it out every week. Um, every derby, sorry, not every week. Yeah, every, every derby, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Oh, were you going to say something? Or are you just... He's just you, old, isn't he? He's just old, yeah. Look, just, what? When Dean just went to stand up as, and opened his mouth as if he was going to say something, and he's just like, oh, no, it's just uh, it's just sciatica because he's like 40 or something. Sorry, 37. And we just go back to the whole sort of red-yellow card sort of thing. Dean showed me a little thing earlier. You actually only played 15 minutes thereabouts with 13 players. Did we really? On the field, yeah. And you still only put 22 points yeah. past us? No wonder Joycey said it was a bad game for you. Ah, Joycey wants to win every game 100-0, though. That's what he's like. Well, he'll probably save up 25 minutes. 25 minutes then, so we've gone 10 further up now. So. Should we talk about... I know we've. I know we said we should talk about some good news, and you mentioned the um, crowd. Well, crowd. I don't know what the other crowds were, but... I think that was... a. I think it was up year on year. Yeah, it was ten percent higher than last season's opening games. Seventy six thousand seven hundred and eighty two fans. Which saw thirteen cards, four red and nine yellow. Which leads me on to the fact that on Sun Monday, Sunday or Monday, I think it would have been Monday, Alex Wormsley's come out. He said basically some really not nice, not good things about the state of the league. State of the rules. It don't bode well when one of your top players is coming out and writing columns in newspapers, slating the the rules and the amount of cards and and the basically just the league in general. Yeah, it's not great. And then for it to come out again today, that last night and this morning, so we're recording it on. Tuesday, players have been in contact with each other talking about striking. Wow, really? Yeah, you not seen it? No, I've been... Been, been busy. Been busy today, Been yeah. a busy boy. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, came out today in one of the newspapers. It's in the old Daily Mail now on All Live. It's just come on, on there, yeah, seen it. Players are talking about striking. Wow, that's... It's not, it's not a good look for the game. You start the season with a not great fixture. I think the best thing about the old derby was the light show. For you. For for Walk, a neutral. Walking a neutral, out there with two points for me. Genuinely, no, from a neutral's perspective, from someone who's maybe never watched rugby league before, or for someone that's got no real interest in all our rovers, say you're a, I don't know, a bloody Batley fan, and you go to that game, the best thing about the game was the light show. There was no real quality rugby or anything like that. And then you end the week with Alex Wormsley coming out and saying the players need to put a union together. And then the day later, you got players admitting that they've had talks about striking. And it's one of them came out and said, oh, it's, it's all good, the, the RFL saying that the players have been consulted and all this sort of stuff and there's Super League player unnamed Super League player has come out and said that that's a lot of shit that they don't consult 
not like the NRL. They want to change the rules in the NRL. The players have a say. Yeah, and that's a, I think that's how it should be. But it's nothing like that up here. It's no. just the RFL running the roost. And prior to that, it was the RFL and the Super League. The, the players don't have any say in these rules with head contact or anything like that. The players didn't ask for it. It's all been done as what we spoke about before because of this bloody lawsuit. Yeah. Because of these... Ambulance chasers. Yes. And it's ruining the game. It ru- It's ruined the game. But what what can we do? Unless the players do strike, and then what do we do? I paid for a season pass. I don't want them to strike. I'm not getting a refund off Adam Pearson, am I? No chance of skin. <laughs> Beginning of the season, I was really looking forward to doing round one, derby, talking about rugby, talking about the game. And I, I genuinely, I'm looking back at last week's rugby and I'm not happy. Like, I'm not glad that rugby's back. I'm more looking forward to stopping recording this and watching City versus Southampton because I'm just frustrated with everything that's happened over the last week. Ed contact, players not getting sent off for bloody... Tip tackles. Tip tackles, yeah, and... What, what's that all about, just so he can play in the World Club Challenge? Probably, but I'm glad he didn't, because he's in my dream team. But Pele's in, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're near, near the bottom. Um, yeah, I think just on on that from, like I know I said, I'm, I'm glad because he's in my dream team, but looking at it as, as a rugby league fan in general, it was bad. How, I don't understand the process of the disciplinary. Hold on, Dean's got news. Oh, we see you winning. <laughs> God's sake. So we're all right. <laughs> Anything to beat Russell Martin. It's... Anything to beat Southampton. My office is in Southampton, mate. Everyone I work with, everyone is a Southampton fan. So that'll be a fun day at work tomorrow. Fair enough. Until Southampton's got forward answered goals. Anyways, all right. We digress. But yeah, can can you honestly look back at week one, round one? and say that you're happy that rugby's back? From looking at it as as we've just discussed, like looking back over the weekend, no. But as somebody who relies on it for, for my mental health, yes. Yeah, I, I get that. I do get that. Yeah. But from my perspective, I'm an FC fan, and we got beat at home. Bad Rovers, we got nailed, mate. It's not good for my mental health. No, I can imagine. And, and Have you seen the aggregate score in the last three MKM derbies, by the way? 98-4? 98-4. Yeah. I think. 90, you yeah. scored after 10 minutes. Anna. It's 230, no. Yeah, 230 Ooh. minutes. Let me just, let me just open a, minutes. a WhatsApp chat. Bear with me a sec. Do, do a filler, sing a song or something. Like what? I don't know. I don't know singing. I ain't got the voice for it. I've got a face for the radio as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, the, the, you know the guy who runs the Island Rugby League? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're followers, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah. He was saying to his mum, because I work with his mum, um, something about, ah, oh, they, they only do audio, they don't do video. <laughs> Just turn around, I was like, if we started doing our video, you'd be fucking thankful that we weren't doing it in the past. Like, I'd have to sort my beard out. I'd have to wash myself. It would. It would. Good bit of news from from a Rover's point of view, anyways. Sam Luckley, three-year extension. Gives us that bit of grunt and gruff down the middle that we've not really had 
for quite a long time, if I'm totally honest. Happy with that. I found the text I was looking for. There we go, that's a filler. Cousin Josh. No, Dean said, are we going to wire away if we are who's driving and all that? And I messaged, I was like, I mean, if everyone else is, but I'm not overly fussed if people don't want to go. I've got Super League Plus, so just come to mine and watch it. Dean's response, let's not use the excuse of it being on TV for not going. We've never used that before, so let's not do it now that every game's on TV. So after watching FC in round one, he's now making me watch FC in round two. But not only that, he's making me leave my house at half drive along the M62, probably going to be raining, going to get wet, going to have to take a spare pair of socks because I don't like my feet being wet, pay 26 quid for a ticket and watch Warrington absolutely tear us apart. And then we're going to do that thing that we always do on the way home and just bitch about FC being shit. <laughs> just come and watch it at my house. Please. No, I'm with Dean. You just touched on your opinions on Lee Watts' red card. Yeah, it was a red card. Quite a lot made of... It was a red card. And being put in the sun kind of grids. The pellet. He's been charged the same grade as Pellet. Yeah, that's I not... I don't... Yeah, I don't think it was a grade... It, what was it, a D, an E? E, I think. I don't think it deserves as many games as what Pellet is getting, but it was a red card. His shoulder's gone into his face. I agree. But if you look at the actual incident, Westerman should have faced some sort of... sanction as well, because Westerman's tackle technique his shoulder, looks to make contact with the head, that then pushes him into Watts. So for me, if Watts is going, Westerman's got to go as well. That's that's my thoughts on that. I mean, the the joys of Super League Plus is, if you bet with me a second, we can watch it right now. I, th- I just thought he was being ignorant. No, no, no. I've got my iPad out, and uh, we can... Come on then, show us. Oh, there you go, he's been sent off. He's been sent just for those that can't see on the non-video that we have. Yeah, we're watching it again. We're doing video review on uh, audio platform. Why not? Like Westerman there makes contact yeah, with Westerman's his Westerman's initial contacts with the shoulder. Well, it should have at least been a yellow as a, as a minimum, I think. No, because initial contacts with the shoulder. Yeah, but it's still contact with the head. Shoulder, then into head, which is a yellow card. By the, by the letter of the law... If you read the rules again, we went through in episode one. I think they've tried to make it really clear that if your initial contact is legal, then the tackle is legal. Yeah, but then that's secondary contact, isn't it? Well, it's not his fault, is it? If you if you look at that tackle, the players, the player is falling. The initial contact's with the shoulder. If if the other player's falling then it's going to ride up, in it? Unless you're falling as well. It's a yellow for me, for Westerman. I, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a yellow for Westerman. I think it is a red for Watsey, and I think it's probably two games. Yeah, I think the, the grading was very, very harsh. Yeah, four to six games, that's a joke. Yeah. I think it's because it's Liam Watts. Probably reputation proceeds, maybe. Predictions. Oh, yeah, we've got to do them, haven't we? We oh, have. God, I ain't even had a look. I'll run through the fixtures, if you want, because I've got them open here. All right, Maybe. just do fixture by fixture. 
we'll just we'll all pick our one. I've done for mine that. already. I've, I've oh, right. cross died. I'm Go on then. Right, Hulk AR Leeds. Leeds. Is that kick out bed to pit rovers? They're playing at Leeds, are you? No, we're at home. Oh. Um, still Leeds. Warrington Hull FC. <laughs> Warrington. All right, Hull FC for you Dean. too. Who are you picking? Warrington. Oh. Warrington. Uh, so are we all picking Warrington? Is a does a bear shit in the woods? Yeah, you picked FC last week. Yeah, that was last week. We didn't got played this week, have it? Fuck a talk. Is that this week? All right, okay then. I'll, uh, London versus Catalan. 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 I've just been reliably informed by Dean that Wigan and Lee aren't playing this week, so I'll leave that out. Be postponed for the World Club Challenge. Yeah. Huddersfield and Saints. Where? At Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Oh. And finally, Salford versus Castleford. Castleford. Salford. Shaking it up. Did you say Castleford? I think Salford looked too bad, to be fair. That loss would have hurt them more than Cassie lost would have hurt them. You said Salford, didn't you, mate? Is, there, is it Nofaluma? Is he in next week? I'm not sure. Just a quick recap of last week. So, six fixtures, full round of fixtures. So, the first team I read out, just for Jimmy's benefit, is the home team. But All right, most, yeah. most sane people so, I know, know that. Mate, I'm tired. I've been to the gym. Oh, he's tired. Right. Hull FC, Hull KR. We've, we've already discussed that, so we'll delve into that. Me and Jimmy both picked Hull FC. Dean's got a point. We was wrong. We were very, very wrong. Leeds versus Salford. Um, a, I thought that was a real good game. Yeah, I did too, to be fair. Me and you picked Leeds. Dean picked Salford. Obviously, we gained a point for that. Lee versus Huddersfield. You two both picked Huddersfield. I picked Lee. Looking at it, I don't know if Lee might struggle this season. I suppose it's always hard to back up when you've when you've rode that crest of that wave, you know, come back in Super League. Derek Beaumont, what a legend. I love him. Absolutely love I him. I love his jacket and his cars. Oh <laughs> leopard print cars, what a guy. I used to hate him as well. Yeah, really I did. did as well, but he's, like, he's done more for Super League than Super League's done for Super League. He's like Tyson yeah. Fury. I used to hate him, but yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah. Just touching on Lee, because I, th- I felt like you were going to say that last season maybe they overachieved, overachieved a little bit. I don't know if he was or not. I was. Yeah. I'd, I think I thought that for the first sort of 10 rounds of last season, but the fact that they carried it on and carried it on and... Not trying to wind you up. They were the one a cup. Yeah, I think it's just the fact that they consistently just. I'm not saying they were consistent throughout the full season, but their squad looked dangerous for the full season. I remember when we played them at their place, and I said to Dean, I was like, "How are they still going this fast in like the 75th minute? How they just looked at not even half a yard faster than us. They looked ten yards faster than us for the full 80." So, I don't think Lee overachieved, but can they back it up for a second season? I was just going to refer to Leicester. That's still <laughs> still classed as an overachievement. You would never, ever in a million years have picked Leicester to win the league. The difference is, though, Leicester got raided for their players. Lee, yeah, Lee haven't. 
Well, we'll just see how it unfolds. Yeah, we'll see. Before it's we round can one. Doing it. And then Saints v London. Saints ran out winners quite comfortably. Castleford Wigan. Wigan slogged it out. And Catalans against Warrington. Catalans sort of seemed to just have the edge over Warrington. And we all picked Saints, Wigan, and Catalans. So we all scored points for those. So leaderboard as it stands is Dean and Jimmy on five and myself on four. So you're losing. I am losing. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let's. Yeah, I don't. We're just doing Super League games, aren't we, this year? Yeah, well, I put it to you guys the other day, and you both. Well, from you, James, I got. Who? You can have James. Oh. You got just League. Dean seemed to be quite interested in doing the cup, so I'm never in or there. If I'm totally honest. I mean, when's the first round of the cup? First round that means anything. Like I'm not putting round six. Is I'm it? not doing picks on like the army versus. Well, no, because they've already gone. Well, most of them have gone. Yeah, you know they? what I mean, though. Like I think it's round four. This next round coming up. Um, and then Super League clubs are two rounds after that. I think. I know I'm going to pick two teams that are out already, but you know what I mean. Like I don't want to pick predictions for the the army versus Siddle. Yeah. No disrespect to either team because the players in the army are absolute monsters and the player for, players for Siddle obviously grind it out every week. Yeah. Like, no disrespect, but I don't know anything about the way they play. So what's the point in doing the predictions? Yeah, I get that. Maybe... Do it from quarters onwards. Maybe. We'll, we'll see how it goes. What I do want to say is thanks very much. Thanks for not walking into my house five days after you've beat us at home again and making my life miserable. Yeah, but like I said to you and Dean earlier, I'm not that sort of person that, you know, if you give it to me in the build-up and you give, you're giving it all this and all that, and then after the game, it's like you're real sheepish and you're avoidant and, and things like that, then I will give you it because you, you've deserved it and I will be a dick to you. But... Me, you and Dean, we've always had these sort of discussions where they're all, they've always been logical. It's never been... I can't say never. Majority of the time, it's never bias. So, yeah, I do think... Well, I'm going to stick with what I've said. I'm going to say thank you. Because I'll be honest, if we beat you by a point, I would rip the hell out of you until the next derby. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm just, I would just unleash everything. All the anger of 98 unanswered points would just come out. And especially if we nailed you at your place, which will happen in five weeks. No, what? Six weeks. So you was right, it's five weeks, but no, no it's, it's six because there's a, a week off. Uh, is there? Fair I think enough. there's a Challenge Cup week the week before. I've just seen, I don't know how true this is, it's on a whole KR page. No, I'm not, this is what I'm saying. It's from Hull Daily Mail, so even more true. Definitely not true. Hull KR in talks to sign Jared Warrior Hargreaves. Uh, yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah, I've just seen it now, like I said, I've been busy boy. I didn't realise how old he was. He's 36. 36, I or think. He'll, or he'll be 36 by the turn of the By that season. point, yeah. Still a class signing. Would he be? But would he be a waste of a quarter space? And who would leave to free up that quarter space? I'm not sure, but I think Parcells out of contract at the end of the season. So possibly, would I want to sacrifice Parcell for a 
I know he is class. He's and I'm, people are going to listen to this and be like, "Why would you not want to get Warrior Hargreaves?" And it's, it's I'm a not name saying, though, isn't it? yeah, they, at that age, is he just going to be another Willie Mason? That said, but we thought that about SKD, and he and, and he was superb for us. Yeah, but he signed for, for two 31. seasons. He won thirty six. I know props can go longer, but I don't know. He's not signing for all, so <laughs> so you don't care. Yeah, no bother to me. Do what you want. Just stop beating us. Can't do that. Right. I think that's it. You done? You're not discussing this week's coming fixtures? Are we just leaving it there? We've done them, haven't we? Predictions? No, I meant like in squads for Rovers and all. Or are you not bothering? We're putting the reserves team out against Warrington. All right, okay. What more do you want to talk about? Well, we're pretty much full strength. Just fought through that. Yeah, all right. Only missing Hadley and Parcel. still... Replaced by Staunton and... um, Senior, I believe. So, I f- I think Rovers Leeds is going to be a, a good game. I think it'll be a good tussle. I hope so because last week's game was pretty dire. But yeah, so that, that I think that'll do us for this week then. Yeah, have, have a ripping week, and we'll see you next week, next Tuesday. Oh, well, no, Tuesday, we won't we? release it next Tuesday because I have to edit it and that. But we'll we'll record next Tuesday if you're free. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll show that. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Same as last week, if you can give us a five-star review, that'd be really nice. If you can follow us, that'd be even nicer. Twitter is at Bragging Hull. Correct. And, yeah, follow us on your podcast platform as well. That'd be really cool. But, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.